Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Past three. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. Great to have your company on Melbourne Cup Eve. What a cracking day it's going to be tomorrow. We are live from Studio Lumo SA at number one King William Street in the city, where it's currently 25.3 degrees outside. Beautiful day. We appreciate the wonderful support we get from Hyundai, IGA Supermarkets and Brasilia Coffee. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. And talking of perfect, here he is. What's the matter you got no respect? Nah. What do you think you do? Nothing. Why you look so sad? <laughs> it's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. Oh, oh, shut up your face. Michelangelo, great to have you on Melbourne Cup. Hello, Cafe. Kim. Hope you've got a winner for me. Uh, well, if I don't, Claire Lindob, the firstest female Australian to ever ride of in the Melbourne course. Cup. Of course. She'll have a great tip. She'll be joining us at 4.30. Why will she have a great tip? Jockeys are notorious. Wisdom. No, no, they're notorious for being bad No, tips. Claire <laughs> is a gem. She's a genius. Well, she used to be in here every week. Yeah. Well, Where'd ring she her up, go? Stalk her like you do with a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah, Hello, man. Ethel. Sick man. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Ethel. Oh, <laughs> Ethel's up and about. When's her 95th? Uh, later in the year, around Christmas. Is it around yeah. Christmas? <laughs> you got no idea. It must be soon. Yeah. Uh, reasonable show coming up. I'm looking forward to it, Roach. Mm, yes. A peaceful, restful weekend. Shot That's over good. to York's. Did some gardening. No fishing? No fishing. Thought about it. Just trying to get the property. Thought about it. Trying to get the property right for Christmas, having all the family over Fair for enough. Christmas. Fair enough. You know, the old grass dies off a little bit. Yes. Bit of work to do, yes. Roach. Bronte's doing all that work for you, though, isn't it? Doesn't oh, he cut the, the lawns? Uh, no, Bronte does it. No, he does spray the weeds, though. Good on God him. Love good him. man. He's a very good man. Great North Adelaide defender. Mm. Uh, at 3.35, talking of great, Montana McKinnon getting better every week. Crows, AFLW, Ruck come forward. Uh, and the Crowies, minor premiers for 2023. Is that a good thing, Roach? They take wow. <laughs> they... Uh, yes, it is. Even though there is no trophy for it, I'll bang on that drum again. Oh. But you get home rights. You get home rights if you do it correctly to a grand final. But who do they play, Kim? Well, great rivalry against yes. Brisbane. They take them on at the Nord Oval this Saturday at 2.35. That should be jumping. It should be jumping. Let's hope it's sold out. They've lost their last three. Uh, only just a few weeks ago. So mm. uh, we'll hear from Matthew Clark after the game and also Tia Charlton as well. But yep. a great effort by the Crows girls. They are Superb. a very successful franchise, yes. aren't they? Yes, they from are. From day one when they were picked to be finished bottom yeah. and they won the flag, they've yep. been very consistent. Indeed. Great culture with that group too. There's that word, culture. But culture. they set a standard that every other team would want to aspire to. Well, the Australian cricket team's culture has been questioned over the journey, but they seem to be going along nicely now. Timing is everything in a long tournament. Five on the trot, Roach. Yeah. So we'll uh, head to, where are we heading to? Mumbai. Oh, Mumbai. Is that where Barat is now, well, is he? Well, if he's not there yet, that's where he'll be okay. going. Um, we'll have a chat to him. We take on Afghanistan. Big game. What life he's got. What an anticlimax last night, one and two. Well, I watched... And thought, South Africa's made a mess of the first 10 overs. I loved what they did in the second 10 overs, where they only gave away 33 runs and took a wicket. 
Then to get it to 300 when it was tracking at a 500 score. 500? Well, they were seven. Turn. They were seven. They were going at seven at one stage, turn, their turn, run rate. Turn it up, you know what I'm trying to emphasize. Well, no, yeah, no, big well, score. I don't know what you're trying India to emphasize. India was trying to get no, a no, big no, because score. Because if they were tracking at seven runs and over, that's 350. Yeah, but you yeah, got better in the last 10 overs. Oh, so they would have got them up to 500, Easily. Would it? You are an idiot. Easily. <laughs> yeah, I was... Get the, breath, down, get the breath, get the breath, Owen. Check him out. What a horror result by South Africa with a bat. Uh, opens it up, doesn't it? We'll hear from Adam Gilchrist. He's posed the question by Jared Waitley. Uh, are they unbeatable, India? I love it when that happens. There's a train coming. Well, they are the first team locked in the semifinals. Mm. Uh, four o'clock, we'll have the good, the bad and the ugly. And at 4.35, as I mentioned, Claire Lindop will join us. Lots mm. to get through. And on top of that, Roach, Kimba and the Roaches, Melbourne Cup sweepstakes. We will start doing the draws today. We'll do four draws where six horses will be drawn. Well, four, six names will be drawn first. Roach, you have them. There it is. Very good. That's him hitting a big tin thing. In the studio. <laughs> in the studio, <laughs> yep. And uh, I'll be drawing out the horse. And uh, we'll find out. So 24 lucky contestants will get the opportunity to win eight, up to $800 of IGA vouchers. So the bugler rests now. The bugler, yeah, his lips are a little bit chafed. 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 Chapped. 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 He did a good job. He did really well. Yeah, he only stuffed up uh, once. Mm. So we'll be doing that uh, throughout. We'll do four draws of six. All right, let's jump into it, Roach. We need to stay on time yes. today. Around the grounds, AFLW. We mentioned the Crows, minor premiers. Take us through the final schedule. Okay, so on the Saturday, we begin with Adelaide and Brisbane at Nord Oval, 2.35. That is a qualifying final to decide who goes straight through to a prelim. We also have an elimination final on Saturday. Sydney, from winless to finals. Sydney! Play Gold Coast on the Saturday. Then mm. Sunday, another elimination final, Geelong and Essendon, followed by a blockbuster qualifying final, Melbourne and North Melbourne. What's the capacity at Nord Oval again? We Great found out question. during um, during gather is round. It, or, is it what, seven what, and a half? No, it's more, more than, than that. that Root. More what than is it? that. That's Ten? a coffee, that is. Ten? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the capacity <laughs> no, is. No, no, I think it's about, well, I'll get Benny to look it up. I think no it's, more, it's closer it to 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think right. it is. Hey, let's hear from Matthew Clark about having a game plan that will stand up through the finals. Hmm. Are you playing a style of footy that you think will hold up uh, when the pressure's at its highest? And um, at times we've done that. At times this year um, we've played a, a footy that we will we'll stand up. Uh, but we probably haven't been absolutely consistent with that. So, yeah, we've got some work to do over the next month to, to make it, you know, make every post a winner, as they say. There are four sides with very little between them, Roach, and that's not being dismissive of the sides between fifth and eighth, but those top four are very, very close. Well, 10,000, it's saying, is capacity of Norwood. 10,000. 10, yeah. Okay, that's coffee for that's me. That's what saying. Well, how did you grab just that? Well, I said you said seven. I said 12. I was closer. That's back to 17. For heaven's sake. <laughs> no, you didn't have one. <laughs> dear, dear, dear. Um, Erin Phillips, we spoke to her last week, uh, just prior to playing her last game. What a wonderful performance by the girls. And Albert and Oval was humming. No, it was yep. more than humming. It was loud. When I left to see cars, when the cars start parking the eastern side of the railway line, you know there's going to be a big crowd. Mm. I was surprised when the final figure was 3,353. Well, seemed a lot more. It was loud. all the ongoing construction on the oh, other yeah, side. Cram. But yeah. what a finish. What about her mark against the flow of the ball and then the yeah, goal? Yeah, two on two, going back the wrong way. Beautiful. Yeah, and the pressure she felt beautiful to kick finish. that goal. Hey, here's Aaron talking about that final goal. 
We owed our fans one here for you know all the support that they do for us and show up every time we play here. So yeah, it was, it was an awesome way to finish off. Uh, wrong one. I mean, has it all sort of started to wrong see one. Just yet? I mean, it's, it's been a wrong one. Let's go to the goal. Oh, it's a package. Oh, it's a, package, oh, it's a whole, a whole yeah. package. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. We got the message. Well, what, what about a 13-second one after the last game? Hey, That's the one. Number two. Yeah, that's what we just played. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> that's lines in the... Was that 13 seconds? Yeah. I talked over it. Let's yeah. play it again. <laughs> we owed our fans one here for, you know, all the support that they do for us and show up every time we play here. So, yeah, it was, it was an awesome way to finish off. And, I mean, has it all sort of started to sink in just yet? I mean, it's, it's been a, a big... All right, we're up and away. Has it all started to sink in? We didn't wait for the answer. <laughs> Who cut that? Mm. All right, it's 11 past three, Roots. We're up and about. On the other side of the break, we're going to do our first six contestants who make it through to the Melbourne Cup draw. They'll receive a horse and there'll be a chance to win our Melbourne Cup sweepstakes thanks to IGA. And Brasilia Coffee. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Sixteen on a Monday afternoon, 25.3 degrees outside. We're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. A couple of texts coming through, Roots. This one says, what does that say? What does that game by the Port Girls say about the players or the coaches? They've been rubbish all season. Well, what does it say about emotion in football or any sport, Kim? It's a good question. Sam Newman it's a says very it's good rubbish. Question. It shouldn't make any difference. Really? But they were up and about. They've been in winning chances uh, positions this year. That was some of the better footy they played, though, without doubt. But it's your point about playing a player against his former club. Something happens. Put an emotional attachment to a game. Something happens. Mm. Not always. Not always. I know, but, but there yeah. is there is something about it. What yeah, goes Don, on Don above Pike, the Don Pike should have never dropped Eddie Betts against um, Carlton. Milestone games. Mm. What yep. is it? Well, Roach, my, my 50th, we got belted. Did you? Yeah. What's that say I can't about? tell you what, what does happened. does that tell the, you? Yeah, <laughs> the players didn't love me, shut up. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going to do uh, the first of our six Ooh, I'm excited. draws, yes, for Kimba and the Roach's Melbourne Cup sweepstakes, thanks to IGA. If you're watching on podcast, Roach has <laughs> the bowl on top of his head. If you it drop it, work. no, it doesn't. Sorry. All right, so what we'll, well do, I Roach. To make it really no, obvious I know. That I All can't right. see. Come on, we're fighting the clock, Rich. Uh, you will draw a name, then yep. I will draw, draw a horse, and Ben will register these. So good luck to everyone that's been trying to get... Oh, how ominous. Quick. Benny from Finden. Ben from like Finden. Ben. Wait. Oh, sorry. Wait, Rich. I've got to do a horse I'm now. stirring. I'm stirring. <laughs> All right, so Ben from Finden, you have won. Your, your entry is number 20, More Felons, to be ridden by Jamie Carr. Right. Okay, next one, Rich. Tom. What is this? Markotonlos or something like that. Sorry, right. I'm sorry if I got it wrong, but it's Tom M. Tom sure. M. All We've right. got You're drawn number 16, Magical Lagoon. I don't think you got any chance, but it's trained by Chrissy oh, Waller. Good luck. Next one, Roach. Open this up. My hand is not great. It is. Roach, why don't you put the bowl Mark in? Mark from Grange. No, Mark I want to keep Grange, it all very regulars. above board here. Oh, Mark, you're a silly chance, I think. You've drawn number 11, Ash Run, another Mar Eustace horse. 
All right, Roach, three down, three to go. Aaron from the Gippsland area, Victoria. Gippsland. Gippsland. <laughs> Gippsland. <laughs> You're a journalist. Aaron, you have won, or this is a chance, future history to be ridden by the best female jockey in Europe, possibly, Holly Doyle. So number 21, future history. That's four done. Two to go, Roach. David from Modbury. David from Modbury, you have drawn... Whoa, a previous winner. Vow and Declare, one of the two only Australian-bred horses to be running. It's in good form too, trained by Danny O'Brien. So Vow and Declare. And the last one, Jeff at Parafield Gardens. G'day, Jeffrey. Um, Fair done. Put this here down. we go. Yeah, whack that down, Roach. That's your weight training. You have number 19, Vitreous Circle, all right, to be ridden by Craig Newitt. And trained by Liam Howley. They are the first six. Good luck to all those contestants. Uh, we'll be doing uh, another six in the next half hour. Another text coming through. Closest to the pin. Surely it's Tom from Mile End. Tommy will tell you after the break. This is Kimba on the Reach. It's 3.20 on a Monday afternoon. And we're live from Studio Lumo. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Twenty-five on a Monday afternoon. I reckon a few of our techs may be hungover in Melbourne. We've got a bit of a mash-up going, Rooch, with Holy Grail playing as part of our introduction, which goes into the Hall of Fame. Wow. How did that happen? Well, I've got no idea. I'm not technical. We're trying to get on top of it, though. Um, get Rooch, on top of it. <laughs> when you said um, India were going to make 500... Well, I was putting mayo on it. No, I don't one for 100 after I, 10, I don't think you were... There's a text. Chopsy says, Maths clearly wasn't Rucci's best subject when he went to Pekka High. Okay, well, I was just trying oh. to build up that they were going for a oh, big yeah, score. Got an excuse for everything you have. What should have I said? Uh, do the umpires have any excuses in regards to the send off with Nestory yes. Kunda? Yes. Um, first, a great game. The rivalry continues yes. between Victory and Adelaide. It was played with a lot of heat and venom. One all. A lot of heat. Yeah, one all. I suppose statistically, you look at all the KPIs, victory should have won. But it was one all on the scoreboard. And our young fella, the 17-year-old, gets sent off. Let's have a listen to the package. Mm. Oh, he's off. Here in Kunda, the second yellow card. Connor Chapman comes to tell him. Well, you've got a field for Nestor here in Kunda. Furious. Yeah, I guess so. Um, obviously, um, poor decision. I uh, don't understand why. I got both yellows. The first one was soft, I guess. Second one was a bit of frustration. Got fouled. It's clear. Go watch your back. Everybody's saying it's a foul. The referees keep telling us that they're going to protect the good players, but I didn't see any protection for Nesta. Nesta has to um, be better, um, and it's something that we're working with him, um, with his frustration. Obviously, it's a learning step, and um, obviously... I'm grateful to have a um, team like these boys here um, give me a quick word or two. Three things to unpack here. One, the victory players admit to openly targeting mm -hmm. a teenager. Well, you're allowed to do that. Yeah, but they openly admit that was their end game. Yep. The responsibility too, the responsibility reflects upon the referees to do what they have promised mm -hmm. to do, like Carl Viet said, to protect the ball players. So that's not adding up. Three, the yellow cards were soft, massively soft. Four, I like the way the young man's actually put up his hand and said, I've learned from it. You added an extra one on then. I know. You said well, three things and went to four. You got a fifth. Five? 
that it was done. rubbish. Um, and most yeah. people thought it was. I saw a poll online, Roach, where about 85% of people said that it was wrong to have yeah. the send-off. Uh, Robbie Slater has been very strong on it. Said the, the referee that made the decision is one of the best in the country. But, Should be uh, better. Yeah, got it wrong. Mm. Uh, you'd like to see him come out and own it as well, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. But I do like the way in which a teenager walks away from that saying, learn a big lesson here. And mm. let's hope that the next time, because there will be a next time, Kim. He's too much oh, of a talent he, not he, to be worked over by an opposition. In the next game, won't it? In so Sydney, let's see how much he learns in this week. Tough draw for him. Adelaide United. They're holding up all right. Yep. Looking good. A mm. uh, number of texts coming through, Roach. This one says the Aussies are building nicely to win the World Cup. They've got some momentum. That's from Dracos. Uh, Adam Gilchrist was on Waitley's show this morning. He was asked the question whether India are beatable. It looks unlikely, but I can see it happening it's possible there's no doubt about that um get to you know you get to the knockout stages which is effectively just the semi and, and the final they're the two cutthroat games aren't they so uh there's a chance that they could stumble if if someone uh posts a big score mm, shall be interesting so india is locked away as a semi-finalist you would expect australia with its games again afghanistan and bangladesh not dismissing afghanistan we'll no, finish they're second on a, they're on a roll Rich. South Africa, you would think, would finish third. They're playing Afghanistan. And then we're talking about New Zealand or Pakistan to finish fourth. Yeah. Which one? It'll be interesting. Who goes out of the side, too, with Mitch Marsh coming back and Glenn Maxwell. We'll hear from uh, Adam Gilchrist a little bit later on that. Will it be Stoinis, Labuschagne or Green? Will they make two changes? You can have your say on that on 0427 154 166. Hannah, no, Montana McKinnon coming up next. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. you picked up on a lot of texts coming through. We've gone back to the Holy Grail. We're having a little bit of trouble with the uh, Hall of Fame intro at the moment, Roach. We'll have it fixed, though, uh, by tomorrow, I hope. All right, good show coming up uh, at around 3.50. We'll cross to India and have a chat to Bharat Sundarasan. We've got the good, the bad and the ugly at 4 o'clock. And Claire Lindop, the first Australian female to ever ride in a Melbourne Cup. She ended up riding in three will join us and give her thoughts and selections for tomorrow's big race. Alrighty, we're here thanks to IGA Supermarket supporting women in sport and having the Adelaide Crows girls done us proud. They finished minor premiers. I nearly introduced the guest earlier, Roach, when I was teasing her as Hannah Montana. I'm sure it's happened before. Montana McKinnon joins us. Hello, Montana. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me back. No, we love having you on. Have you ever been called Hannah Montana before? <laughs> Oh, not in a while. Maybe when I was younger, but not, not so much recently. <laughs> I nearly did it before the news, so I apologise. It was oh, a slip of the tongue. What a weekend you had, Montana. What was it like yeah, having no, to wait really. to see where you were going to actually... Well, you were top two anyway, we know that, but to get the minor premiership. Yeah, no, really exciting. So, yeah, obviously we had... Um, We'd already secured that top two spot, mm. um, but obviously coming off with the win on the weekend and then obviously um, 
Brisbane beating Melbourne um, landed us that top spot, which is really exciting for us. And Montana, it says something about the depth of the club as well. Ooh, you went over to the ever. West Coast uh, to take on the Eagles. Now, we know they haven't had the greatest of years, but to have one player injured and then manage five players and still get the job done by 26 points was a feather in the cap. Yeah, no, it's really exciting. You know, Doc spoke about it um, all season, actually, from the preseason, how, um, you know, the depth in the squad, the... Um, We've got these scrimmages this year that um, for the girls who aren't selected um, get to like play in, um, and every week like you know the girls are just pushing and pushing for selection. So to see um, that many girls step up this week and get the job done is just unreal. And you take on Brisbane, the mm. arch enemy. They've got you the last three occasions. Uh, this is a daunting prospect. Yeah, looking look, it's going to be a good game. Um, obviously, really excited that we got the top spot given now that we get to play at home. Um, so getting to play Brisbane in front of a home crowd, yeah, yeah. it's going to be um, a good game. Okay, tickets went on sale for the members today, Roach, yep. and uh, from 4 o'clock today, uh, tickets will be available to everyone. So capacity around 10,000. Mm. Let's hope it's absolutely full. Talking of 10, 10 individual goal kickers. I'm not sure if that's happened at the club before. No, I'm not sure, but it's, um, yeah, again, it's really exciting to see. You know, we even had, like, you know, a couple girls Benny coming back in, kicking goal. Keely stepping up, kicking her first goal. So, yeah, it's just really exciting to see, I guess, yeah, what the squad can do and hopefully, you know, just get better and better as every game goes on leading into the finals now. Montana, as Kim said, it's three consecutive losses to Brisbane. But is there a, a common theme that you need to work on this week to make sure it's not four and that you end this run of losses? I think it's just really important that we play four really strong quarters. Um, you know, we started last time mm. we played and we only dropped off by a few points. Um, and, you know, I think we slipped out. I think it was the second quarter that we let ourselves go a little bit and then had to play catch up in that second half, yeah. which we um, almost did and then had the lead for a little bit. So I think it's just going to be really important to come out really strong and just um, play for really strong quarters. So the girls that were managed, in inverted commas, Chelsea Randall, Anne Hatchard and Speedy Lee Thompson, some of the big names in your side, are they all ready to go? Are there any um, concerns over them playing or not playing? No, nah, from what I've heard, we've got obviously training tonight, but from what I've heard, the squad is looking really fit. So what I'm aware of, we've only got one, um, which is obviously Abby Ballard with the long-term injury, but... Yep. Um, from what I've heard, everyone is ready to go. So it's going to be, yeah, really tough selection this week mm. for sure. So Prousey missed out through illness. Was that like a gastro? We saw that with the Adelaide 36ers. Uh, will she be okay? Yeah, hopefully. I, um, I actually spoke to Zoe today and she said she's feeling much better. Um, just sounds like a little bit of a flu going around um, that she mm. sort of copped right right before game. Um, so, yeah, just rested her. Obviously, it's a big flight over, um, and now it's not the best time for everyone to get sick. So, right. yeah. yeah, I'm sure <laughs> that will be absolutely fine this week. Montana, is there any comparison you can make in terms of your preparation for final series of the past to tell us where you're at at this time? Um, not so much. Obviously, this is... Um, first week going into finals now, but yep. it's just going to be, you know, building from where we are, like I said earlier. Uh, we want to come out really strong in finals, so it's just going to be about mm. maintaining what we've already built um, and just getting better in these next few games. We're loving the way you're playing, uh, Montana. It looks like your confidence grows every game. Does it feel that way to you? Yeah, um, absolutely. And obviously, uh, myself missing out a few sort of games earlier in the first half mm. of the season. 
um, definitely feeling a lot more confident out here uh, in the back half. And I guess it just comes with that consistency as well. Yeah. You know, getting a few games um, in a row under your belt definitely helps. Now, we've known for many years that Ebony Marinoff is a machine. She was tagged again on the weekend, but she's just so mechanical. She's just like in the zone, goes about her work. Uh, 24 disposals, eight tackles and seven clearances. Like not her biggest game, but, you know, she had someone in her back pocket from the opening bounce. Yeah, Noffy's great. You know, she, you know, even if she's got a target, you know, she's just unbelievable out there. And, it, you know, goes to show, like, the way she trains is exactly how she plays out there. And it's just great to have her on your side. Now, Erin Phillips played a final game at yeah. Alden Oval. The girls uh, had a great win for her. It was interesting to see a number of the Crow girls in the crowd. Did you go down and watch? No, unfortunately I didn't because uh, the team was away in Perth when the of game was course, on. We actually sorry. played only a couple hours away. Yeah. Uh, a couple hours apart, sorry. Um, but, you know, it was good. Obviously, Chelsea and that not playing, they got to yep. go down and support her, which is, you know, really good to see. But I'm sure if we were in Adelaide at the time, there would have been a lot more. No, that was there. my bad. It was a stupid question. I watched it on TV. <laughs> I should have realised that. So, Mon- Montana, from someone who has seen what Aaron Phillips has done for the AFLW, what is going to be the best way to recognise her? Is it with putting her name on the best and fairest medal of the competition, the best player in the grand final? How do we do this now? Because she's got to be recognised somehow. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. It's going to be really interesting. You know, I definitely think she deserves um, something big like that. Like, yeah. you know, the best and fairest medal overall, you know, she's won a few of them now. Um, and she's been, you know, huge from that first season. So, mm. yeah. Hopefully she gets the recognition she deserves. Well, I'm sure she will. Montana, mm. take us through the rest of the week. How yep. do you prepare for this? Yeah, so we've got sort of our um, reset recovery training tonight. So, you know, still go out there, get a few Ks in, and we've sort of got, um, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. So a pretty big week, but um, nothing unusual. Like, you know, just keeping it how we have been for the whole year and hopefully just going into this game. Ready to go. This game is going to be huge. Can't huge. wait. The weather should be beautiful as well. It gets underway at 2.35 at Norwood Oval. Tickets are available for everyone come 4 o'clock. Members can get online now and get first crack at them. Capacity of around 10,000. Let's hope it's chock-a-block. Mm. We wish you all the very best, Montana. It's going to be a ripping game. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Montana McKinnon there. She's a talent, Roach. Oh, Only getting better. And, and also has been robbed. And so, yes, we know Cruelly that. robbed. From a grand final appearance. Mm. Um, oh, I've forgotten her first name. Schultz, your ruckman. I didn't realise it was Peter Schultz's uh, daughter oh, okay. that uh, played for the Thunderbirds. Mm. Yeah, what a talent for a 19-year-old, yep. Roach. There's yep. a, a lot of very Not talented girls out at the moment. Yep. All right, Roach, we oh, need to, we need to do another draw. Yes, put your, oh, we've got a text here saying... Uh, Modbury Max says, surely, Roach, you should have a 2-2 and a tiara on while doing this. Yeah, Here we go. on my part. The Melbourne Cup sweepstakes. We're about to draw another six entrants and tell you which horse you're going to get. Who have you got, Roach? Turn around the right way. Eugene at Mount Gambier. Eugene at Mount Gambier. As I go into my little barrel, I can tell you. Oh, Eugene, one of the uh, second or third favourite. You have number three, without a fight, trained by the Friedman family to be ridden by Mark Zara. Uh, hello, you know this one, Dominic Trimboli. Dominic Trimboli, Dom Trimboli. Come on, don't do the wrong thing here. Where do I know him, don't. <laughs> uh I think Dom, the Dom, will be happy. He's drawn number one, Gold Trip, one of the favourites. Former Cup winner. All right, well done, Dom. Third one, Rich. 
Colin at Glengowry. Colin at Glengowry, you have drawn absurd. One of my tips. I like it to be trained by the or trained by the great Willie Mullins. Uh, absurd number seven. Well done, Colin. Big chance. Another one, Reach. Jason at Brompton. Jason at Brompton has drawn out uh, Solcom, part owned by some of the Richmond boys, including Jack, including Jack Revolt. Number six. Uh, big chance. It often misses the start though. How many have we got there, Rich? Oh, that's that's uh, four, isn't it? Yeah, that's Three, four. four. Yep. George at the wonderful spot of Cheltenham. All right, Rich, spit it out, son. <laughs> Georgie, oh, you're a chance, George. <laughs> Number 20, more felons to be ridden by Jamie Carr. Oh, no, that opened the door for you, Cheltenham, yeah, well, more felons. It, it, it did, oh, yeah, dear. Yeah, I'm not going to say no, anything don't. about the hold-ups. <laughs> and Dave. Let me check this. Dave, over there. Campbelltown. Rich, maybe if you put the... Well, look how it's written, Gambletown. <laughs> What's Gambletown? Oh, right, Campbelltown. Who ben? is it? Dave. Dave. I'm yeah. sure it's Campbelltown, right? Oh, Isn't it, Ben? Yeah, right. Here we go. Oh, a horse I can relate to. Break up. Don't mention that wall, Rich. Oh, right. uh, number four. Now, that's my tip, one of my tips for the Cub, along with Absurd. Uh, number four. There we go. We've got 12 more to go. Congratulations to all those that have a horse. We'll do it again in the next half hour. Bharat Sundarasan coming up very, very shortly after this break. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarket, supporting women in sport. For great saves and local phase, visit your nearest IGA. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Fifty on a Monday afternoon, beautiful day outside, 24.4 degrees. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarket supporting women in sport. Just a reminder, the good, the bad and the ugly coming up at 4pm. And Claire Lindop will join us. Of course, Claire was the first female Australian to ever ride in a Melbourne Cup. She ended up riding in three routes. She's just put something on our Twitter account. I don't think she's happy with us. Why? Well, we put a... Th- she said... We've put a third on the guest list. I think she wanted to be first. She wanted to be the headline act. No, she's not like that. Claire, Look, it's, it's, it's in order. Wait, what? I'm the third guest? Oh, she may have misheard it. Third, uh, I've had no idea. Claire, we'll ask you when you get on. Ben, she wanted to be the headline act. She is the headline act. We saved the well, best. Well, you better till, tell save, her that. Save the best till last. I don't think she's happy with it. Thanks for bringing that up, Rouge. That was <laughs> Orkies. Um, well, she's put it on Twitter. No, she wouldn't. She has. It's there. It's just we read them out in the order they go. Mm. All right, Claire. Don't sook up, Claire. We'll sack you. <laughs> All right. We won't sack Barat Sundaras. No. no. All right. He, he may be in Mumbai already. Let's find out as we cross to India. G'day, Barat. Uh, you guys could have had this discussion without me on air. Now I feel bad. I want to be the headline actor <laughs> as well. Like you just said you're saving the best for last. Why, yeah. why is everyone so <laughs> precious today? Amazing. <laughs> How are you, Barat? Uh, nah, I am better than ever. Uh, I always am happiest when I'm in right. Mumbai. What did you get Virat for his 49th birthday? What did you get Virat for his 35th birthday? Other than the 49th century uh, Well, I was, praying, I was praying with all the other billion Indians that he makes that 49th birthday. No, I'm kidding. No, it was, uh, it was a good innings. Like, uh, it's, uh, I haven't met him, actually. I haven't bumped oh, into Virat at all in the 
because India and Australia played that opening uh, when it feels like many months ago. Oh, well, next uh, time he's like, in Adelaide. Yeah, cross, next, next time he's in Adelaide, I can arrange it for you. Yeah, Barat, given that you're oh. an international cricketing guru yeah. and a bit of a rock star yourself, do you get in awe when you meet <laughs> people like that? Mm, good question. Oh, nah, nah. I mean, I, I think one of the reasons I've been able to what I do for so long, I feel, is because I, I just don't go around by unless I, I ever meet Ozzy Osbourne or you know the kind <laughs> of musicians I looked after growing up. But I think like yeah, when it comes to cricket, it's like uh, I've had this long saying, and I've used it before. I'm going to use it again. I, I always tell people, young journalists especially, look, you can't get overawed by them. You can't do your job. Yeah. We're both part of the cricket industry. Cricket feeds his family and my family. The only difference is he eats with a silver spoon, I eat with a hand. Right. Oh, I Good love point, it. Brian. Beautifully well said. said. Uh, what about uh, Australia and England? Uh, we're a little bit nervous about that game. Let's have a listen to Ben Stokes as he sums up the, uh, the form of England. Uh, no, I think the problem is, is that we've been crap. Yep. You have to pick a single funny or happy moment on this tour, which you've said has been a crap, but anything funny, anything happy that you, that you will take away that sticks in your mind? Um, sorry, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> Goodness gracious, they're having a terrible tour, Barat. Have what I scored any that? moral victories, though? What a terrible question, though, Barat. <laughs> Uh, actually, it came from one of my uh, closest friends in the industry who stood next to me, but he is one of the best writers you'll ever see or ever read. But I think it was done intentionally. You bent Stokes was just down. I think yeah, my friend yeah, just decided to kick him, which is kind of unsettled. No, I think, uh, look, we're just speaking of silver spoons. Uh, the English just um, have been given the wooden spoon, and I can't see them rise above from there. They still have two more games. Uh, the Netherlands and Pakistan to not just ensure that they don't finish finish last, but also somehow pick them for that Champions Trophy yeah. in two years' time. Uh, so there is a little bit to play for, but yeah, I mean, it's just come crashing down, hasn't it? Uh, the high of basketball. And feel bad for those two guys who, uh, again, good mates of mine, who wrote the basketball book. I mean, not the best promotion, even though it's about another format, uh, but a lot of players are the same. It, it's just releasing it the first time as well, right, with the team just looking... Worse and worse every time they get on the field, which is in contrast to Australia, who just look better and better, True. pick more and more boxes as they move along. The last one on uh, England, though, they do want to qualify for the Champions Trophy. They have to finish top seven. So they're a game and uh, or their run rate compared to the Sri Lanka is not too bad because they're both awful. Uh, do you mm. think they can make top seven? I think they can. Um, I think uh, they've... Look, uh, who, who knows? Right? Like Netherlands have obviously played better cricket than they have, but you would presume that <laughs> so they would get over the line. And honestly, this is arguably their best game after that Bangladesh game. They managed to get over 200 runs. I thought they bowled and fielded uh, really well. Before Adam Zampa, like you know, who later on said had his most satisfying day as an ODI cricketer, took the game away from them with the bat. Uh, and before that partnership, if they're restricted to Australia to say 250 or 260. Um, who knows? Maybe they might have come closer. Uh, and I thought they started off uh, okay with the bat. And they had Ben Stokes playing one of the scratchiest mm. innings you'll ever see. So, if anything, England were not the worst. I mean, this wasn't the worst avatar of England we've seen in this World Cup because we have seen that. But I still think they have enough to just, just sneak over uh, the other two teams and finish eighth or seventh. 
All right, Australia take on Afghanistan tomorrow on Melbourne Cup Day. Uh, Afghanistan have been the surprise packets. Uh, this will not be easy. Uh, Maxwell and Marsh, will they both be available? Mm. Yes, they are. Uh, so Australia have a training session this afternoon, and I expect to see both of them. Uh, from what we were told, Mitchell Marsh would uh, is landing today. That's right, and he'll be available for tomorrow. Uh, mm. You know, after the unfortunate passing of his grand- grandfather. Mm. Uh, and Len Maxwell finishes his uh, concussion protocols today. So he'll have a, a longish training session, you think. Uh, and both of them come back, which I guess uh, uh, would mean Manas Labushin and Cameron Green are the likeliest to miss out as a result. Uh, but we'll see. But uh, it also mean that Australia finally, finally get to play the uh, best 11 that they wanted to do so desperately. I guess Marcus Toynis did have a blow to his and it was a bloody thumb the other day, but you would think he should be fine to go. Um, and, uh, yeah, if those two come in, I would assume it's Green and Labuschagne will go up. Oh, well, you, look, your selection guesswork's been a bit scratchy lately. So you're saying Labuschagne, after he held, <laughs> held our winnings together, will go. Yep. Uh, Stoinis will stay. I think so. I mean, just based on uh, the bowling options that Australia uh, are keen on having. Look, having said that, with Maxwell coming back, they'll have someone who has bowled 10 overs regularly in this World Cup. And Marsh. Uh, but still, they just so... And Marsh as well. But I think they're just keen on having more all-round options, right? Like, so Marsh comes in at the top of the order again at number three. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, that, but then becomes a shootout between Manus and uh, Steve Smith, you would think. Like, again, I, I would play Manus. I think he's, he's played uh, really... Like, it was a crucial knock on a tough pitch uh, three nights ago in Ahmedabad. So... But, yeah, but I'm also his assistant batting coach, so did, slightly... Did, did you just throw in very quickly, then, that Steve Smith may get dropped as an option? Not. I said that's the only option I see. Uh, only honest, uh, keeps his place in the team. I doubt. I, mean, I, I wouldn't drop Steve Smith in a World Cup, right? Like, even... Mm. Um, and he was, he was batting beautifully the other day before he got out. Uh, he's got the 70 earlier. I mean, this... I, I know some people have, like, even mentioned it in passing, which is kind of I find pretty strange because there's no way you leave Steve Smith out of any playing 11 but especially not in a 50 over World Cup uh, the the business Brad help me with the big picture so it should be Australia South Africa in one semi-final India is qualified for the other will they play New mm. Zealand or Pakistan um oh, you just every time you rule out Pakistan they just pull off something yeah. right uh, and um, I know people already have started drawing comparisons between this and the 92 campaign. Yes. Uh, they just have so much to do, though, uh, as compared to New Zealand. Both have just one game to go, or one game left. Yep. Um, New Zealand against Sri Lanka, and you called it earlier, Sri Lanka have just been so bad. Yeah, yes, they've had like a few games here and there where they've threatened, at least early on they did. Uh, but in the last couple of weeks, they've been as bad as England. So you'd think that New Zealand, who made 400 the other yes. day and who, um, in some circles, believe that they were unlucky with the rain and all that, um, should get over the line against Sri Lanka. And if they do, then they're putting a lot of pressure on Pakistan. I mean, all your best place team right now between those three is Afghanistan, just because they have two games. Uh, to the Gavana against Australia, and two big, big challenges for this Afghanistan yes. team. Very impressive Afghanistan team. But, I mean, mathematically, they're better placed than those two. But, yeah, you just think that New Zealand will come through eventually. Okay. And, um, yeah, South Africa, Australia and Calcutta. I'll have to go meet my in-laws. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Well, they'll, be, they'll be excited about that. <laughs>
I love it. Life's all about timing. Hey, beautifully done, Barat. We look forward to tomorrow night's game, mm. Afghanistan and Australia at Mumbai. Take care. Ah, thank you so much, guys. Yes, Thanks, always Barat. fun in Mumbai. It's going to be a good game. Oh, Bye. He is living his best life, isn't he? No he is question indeed. of that. We're right on four o'clock, Roach. On the other side of the news, we'll be doing the good, the bad and the ugly. And then at 4.30, our number one guest for the day, yes. Claire Lindop, to give us her Melbourne Cup tip. Mm. And then we'll talk a little bit of footy as well. When is the draw coming out? I'll get you to answer that very, very shortly. This is Kimba on the Roach. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. The perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Lovely day outside, 24.4 degrees. A big thank you to Brasilia Coffee. Uh, make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Should you be them. rolling the R a bit? Brasilia. Brasilia. Well, that's how I was saying it before, but I've just, just heard the new voiceover guy saying it a bit different. So I had an each way bet there, Rich. No. I'll get clarity Stick with on your that. rolling the R's really? as you do, yes. Which I do. Well, I've recorded all the ads for it. Do you go Brasilia? <laughs> that's creepy, Rich. Uh, here's a text. Uh, hey, guys. Have the horses for the cup sweepstakes been drawn yet? Oh, Cheers. Well, they have. We've been doing six every half hour. Now, George from Campbelltown, I stuffed one up before. No. I gave you more felons. How uh, just stuff up? Well, Roach, we bought, well, I did, because you <laughs> wouldn't put any money in your pocket, out of your pocket. Uh, two, I put a lot of money in my pocket. Yeah, didn't take none out. Uh, I bought two best bets because they back onto each other. They're on yes. each side of the page, so right. I had to cut them. But forgetting, I uh, there's a horse on the other side. I read the wrong one. Funny that. So, George, you had military mission because right. we'd already given more felons away to Benny from Finden. Mm. All right? So, George, you had military mission. And to the person that sent the text, we'll be doing another one in about uh, five minutes' time. Okay. All right. Got your holsters on? Oh, you bet. Here we go. That is very brutal. To- oh, sorry. Time for the good, the bad and the ugly route from the uh, weekend. There was a bit to choose from. Lot. Uh, yeah. Anyone can have a crack at this. We might give you a $50 IGA voucher if you make a bit of sense. Um, you're good from the weekend. Well, the Aaron Phillips send-off. You know, final AFLW game with mm. Port Adelaide at Alberton Oval against GWS was very, 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 very good. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, the girls were up and about and Aaron played well and kicking that goal in the last couple of minutes as well. Uh, my good were the Adelaide Crows finishing minor premiers. Didn't look like it was going to happen for a while. But something that was really, 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 really good when I was sitting watching the cricket and seeing old Suki Lala, Johnny Bairstow, getting out for a golden duck oh, to a rank delivery yes. down the left side from Mitchell Stark. Mitchell Stark with ball in hand and Johnny Bairstow faces the first delivery. Down leg side, there's a big appeal. It's been given. Straight down leg side, Johnny Bairstow. Horror start for England. The worst of possible starts for England. Bairstow goes for a first ball duck. England, not for one. Yeah, even though Johnny Bairstow's English, I do feel sorry for him. That's such a stiff way to get out. (laughs) Who was that? Was that Aaron Finch then? Who was that? 
No, wasn't. I'm not sure who it was. Don't feel sorry for him the way he's been sooking up. Oh, Stark was... didn't miss post match either, did he? No, no, he had a little. Have we got that grab? No, we it's not available. It. But the tone of it was well. Hope the English claim it as a moral victory. Yeah, for little, yeah a little bit of a, uh, a dig, boom, boom. a little bit of sarcasm. What about boom, your, your bad, Rooch? South Africa. I sat down last night, eager to see this top of the billing match, top of the table. In, yeah, India mm-hmm. and South Africa. South Africa's start was horrible with their bowling. Second 10 overs was admirable to watch. But their batting mm-hmm. to be out in the 50s, oh, no, that was ridiculous. Lose by 243 runs in what, 1v2. Mm, you just wonder what that will do to their uh, confidence. Good question. Yeah, Still, thank, put thank it away, Rich. put it away, get on with it. It's an, it's an aberration. Park that. Yeah. You know, look at the other games, blah, blah, blah. My bad is the fact that in the Melbourne Cup tomorrow, this has been going on for some time, but we only have two locally bred runners in this year's Melbourne Cup. Name them. Right you are and Val and Declare. Mm. Now, we're just not great at breeding stayers here. New Zealand have always been superior yes. to us and uh, and now they come all the European horses. Which I don't mind. And I don't the mind Japanese. An international event. No, I don't mind that, Rooch, but a little bit of equity. So how do you change this, Kim? You've identified well, we a don't, problem. We how don't, do we change We don't it? have as many long distance races here. Oh, like we concentrate on the the 1,000 metres, the 1,200 metres like the Everest and 1,600-mile yep. events, and that's where that's our wheelhouse for breeding. But right. we need to breed more stayers, Rooch. Okay. You're ugly. No, I mean, sorry, you're ugly for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, my ugly has actually got a tone of, yes, it's an ugly moment, but it also pleased me to see it because really? it spoke of passion. Mm-hmm. It spoke of intensity. It spoke of genuine competition. And when this happened, have you got it, Lionsy? The Collingwood-Richmond game in the AFLW, when this moment happened on the boundary line, I thought, go for it! Towards the wing, here's Jasir, buried into the ground. And Sansonetti, there's been plenty of feeling this afternoon with Sansonetti, and this is getting quite physical and personal. The former Tiger, there's been a fair bit of between her and a number of the Richmond players today. And that had a bit more heat. There's your seer in Sansonetti. A bit more heat than the average push and shove in an AFLW game. Oh, yes, it did. It was it was intense. Oh, I'm right. waiting for the match you, review oh, officer. You put a bit of mail on this. I said, what? They were throwing punches. You go, oh, yeah. yeah so there's I, one I, at the bottom of right. the pack. Yeah, there is. <laughs> I've watched it twice now. Well, you can't see Did then. not see one thrown. Even Ben saw it. Rubbish. I'm calling rubbish. Ben, wasn't on there that. a very nice elbow in there too? Yeah, oh a yeah. Forearm. Well, that's oh. not throwing haymakers. Like there is one at the bottom. Oh, rubbish. I hope the match review officer's got good vision. You've imagined that. No, I haven't. It's oh, intense. Uh, my ugly is absolutely beautiful. Hang on. Ugly is very, very beautiful. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Just England's World Cup defence. I just think it's beautiful. (laughs) I love it. All right. We've got our nearest Mm. the pin winner from the weekend, and it was close, Ben's telling me, but he's not telling me he's won it, so we'll announce that uh, after the break. Also, we've got, hey, boys, has the sweep been drawn yet? The Gold Coast Crow, we've been doing six entrants Every half hour. So we've got another one coming up after this break. Uh, Ben will email everyone that's got through so far, and I'll read them out again towards the end of the show. So we've got more coming up. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 
Appreciate your company today. We're here thanks to Brasilia Coffee and Hyundai. We love Hyundai. Beautiful vehicles. Coming up, Claire Lindop after 4.30. Breach, we did a nearest the pin between Australia and England. The question was, who wins and how many runs will Australia make? This was really close. Uh, it was only for a $50 IGA voucher on Friday. What do you mean only? Well, it's still worth a lot. Only? We've been throwing, Don't undersell we've been it. throwing it around like millionaires, Roach. Uh, I am pleased to say Mr. Jeff, one of our regulars from day one, was one run off. He picked Australia and 287 runs. So you've got yourself a $50 IGA voucher. Mr. Jeff, well good done, on you, Jeffrey. Jeff all right, Roach, we need to do another six draws. Who qualifies to be in the Melbourne Cup? Who gets a runner and a chance to win uh, part of $800 worth of IGA vouchers? $500 for the first one. Who's the next name you've drawn out? Oh, I haven't drawn one out yet. Oh, you don't have to hold it above your head, Roach. I do. I want this all above board. Oh, above your head. <laughs> the next contestant yep. is Peter at Jeff's Cross. Peter at Jeff's Cross. Hang on. I'm drawing out the horse. Pete, you've got uh, number 18, Serpentine, trained by the great Gay, Gail Waterhouse. So, Pete, you have Serpentine. Next one, Roach. Gareth at Woodville Park. Gareth, Woodville Park. Down your old stomping ground, Roach. Yes, well, part of. Gareth. Ooh. Oh, Gareth, you'll be over the moon. you got a 120 to 1 pop. Uh, Akita Sushishi. Say it again. Uh, who was that, Gareth? Yes, Gareth. Yeah, Gareth, um, yeah, you've got a bit of a roughie there. Akita Sushi. Next one, Roach. Ross at Christie's Beach. Ross at Christie's Beach. Ross. Mm-hmm. Has number 12, trained by Philip Stokes. Came six in the cup last year. Uh, Darquian, Daquin, how do you say that? Daquin Sweet Jr., Dyken Sweet Jr. You know what I mean? Number 12. Who was that for again? Todd. Who? Well, hang on. No, what? Ross at Christie's Beach. (laughs) Come on, Rick. Got the names in front of you. Three more. This is riveting. Todd at Port Nalunga is next. Oh, it's the next one. Todd. All right. Toddy at Port Nalunga. You have number 14. Shiraz, a Chris Waller trained horse. All right. Rough charts. Very rough. Next one. Rene Piccolo. Rene or? Rene Piccolo. Rene. All right, Rich. Enough with the accent. There we go. Two, four, five. Yes, one more to go. Oh, number, no, not much chance here. Interpretation, (laughs) number 22, Rene. Good luck. You never know, though. We saw Michelle Payne uh, win on a 100 to 1 pop not that long ago. And the last one for this Ah, our good friend Dracos at Gawler. Dracos. That's my watch hitting the glass. Dracos, you... Oh, hang on. What have you done? No, no, just one, Kim. Number 23. I reckon this is a roughie. It won on Saturday to qualify, Roach. Remember when we spoke to Matt Hill? Uh, Carla Porter, be ridden by Zach Lloyd. So that's for Dracos. All right, there we go. Good luck. There's six more to be drawn. Uh, We wish everyone the very best that's still in there. And uh, good luck to those that have already won. Mm. Uh, Here's a question. Tim Tam Pauly. Tim Tampoli, I'll, I'll do it now. Guys, question for you. Jamie Carr, she had her ups and downs lately and could she win the Melbourne Cup after what she's been through this year? Oh, my goodness. Imagine that if she did and what a huge story that would be from Tim Tampoli. Oh, and I am in the Melbourne Cup draw. Well, you haven't drawn a horse yet, Timmy, so you get down to the last six. 
it'd be a huge story. And the fact is she's riding more felons, Roach, which is given some chance, but it's drawn the outside barrier. Alrighty, Kimba on the Roach with you on a Monday afternoon. We'll go to a break. We're here live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Thank you to IGA Supermarkets, proudly supporting inclusive sport. Just a reminder, Claire Lindop coming up after the 4.30 news at around 4.35. Stack of texts coming through. Um, oh, when I asked who the commentator was before in the cricket route, it was Shane Watson. Okay. Thank you, Lindsay. And uh, he was the one that did the interview with Mitchell Stark. Mm-hmm. When Mitchell Stark uh, made that comment about uh, maybe England will be taking a moral victory. Perhaps. I don't know how. Another suggestion here, Claire Lindop should take over Rucci's roast. That's after she roasted us for not saying she, she can was do it tomorrow. a feature guest. She can do it tomorrow. Oh, you don't get to do it. No. So you'll do one Wednesday. Oh, do you want one on oh, Wednesday? I've just looked at Ben. Yeah, double thumbs. Oh, you have to do one, Rucci. Wednesday. You don't get out of it, you slacko. Time now for this week's unmissable moment, thanks to Drinkwise, Rooch. Shouldn't have opened my mouth. You, you won't miss a moment <laughs> if you drink wise. That's true. <laughs> Jesus. People have been saying that for years. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, he did have one miss, which I think he's grateful that he did miss. He did go to review and it was not out because he didn't. Who? Hey. Virat Kohli. It was his 35th birthday yesterday, mm-hmm. Kim. He scored his 49th century and one day internationals. It was 101 not out off 121 balls and he was very, very, very happy about it. Here he is. It's all too much to take in right now, to be honest. I mean, to equal my, my hero's record... Uh, in one day internationals is something that is a huge honor for me. I mean, I, I know that, you know, it's people like comparisons. I'm never going to be as good as him. I mean, it's, there's, a, there's a reason why we all looked up to him. He's perfection when it comes to batting. I'm trying to do my best, trying to win games for my country. He's always going to be my hero regardless of what happens. And yeah, it's, it's a very emotional moment for me. I know where I come from. I know the days that I've watched him play on TV. So just to stand here and get this appreciation from someone like him means a lot to me. And who is it? Sachin Tendulkar. Exactly. Uh, can I just say with Virat Kohli, yes. uh, initially he was a little bit abrasive. Um, okay. He conducts himself very, very well now. And he's a very humble man for being one of the most famous men on the planet. I wish I could have the audio from his moment with Quinton de Kock when they went to the review about the little <laughs> feather moment with the bat and it was not out. That's different. Because I reckon there was a fair bit of interesting banter going on between the South Africans and the Indians. Interesting game. Played in the good spirit, which mm. we like with cricket. Yes, not a moral victory for South Africa, however. Okay. They were so smashed. That's your unmissable moment? It was an unmissable moment. It was good to watch. Oh, I thought you had another grab there. No? No, there was just when he scores the no, century. No, yeah, sorry, it was written twice, was it? Or not? No, there's no. also when he hits the century, but I don't think... We you don't want that one? No, no. Okay, no worries. No, it's more the emotion of his having share now the record with Sachin Tendulkar, and he'll take the record from him when he gets his 50th one-day international I like century. it, Root. I like it. That's your uh, unmissable yes. moment. Drink-wise. Drink-wise. Eh? If you're choosing <laughs> to have a drink, choose to drink-wise. Yes. Sorry. 
I want to do all your work for you, Rick. Well, hey, before we go to the break, beautifully done. I'm You're still on stung by the fact that I'm going to have to do a roast on Wednesday. Oh, you'll find yeah. something to write about. Uh, we heard from Adam Gilchrist a little bit earlier. He oh, was on yes. with Waitley. And yeah. then we heard Virat talking about who'll go in and who'll go out. Now that Maxwell and Marsh are back, uh, here's Gilly on uh, who goes out for Glenn Maxwell. Certainly, if Max is available, he's sort of straight back in there. And I, I would think it's Cam Green at the moment. And then, because uh, Max's bowling's been exceptional as well. You're not losing out either way there with bat or ball. Well, why didn't they ask about Mitch Marsh? I can't answer that question for you, Kim. Should've I wasn't a, there. Should have been a double, bar- double barrel question. That wasn't one, there. Uh, you want to hear from uh, Josh Butler about England's disappointing World Cup campaign? Well, I'm in the mood, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the mood. <laughs> All right, let's hear from Where's the... Where's the uh, tissues? Let's hear from the England superstar. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly um, a low point. Uh, I've had a few, but uh, yeah, definitely as a captain, um, you know, to be stood in this position when you, you arrive in India with very high hopes is in, incredibly tough, incredibly disappointing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it hurts a lot. You know, coming into the tournament, you know, fancied ourselves to, to have a real go at it and, and push whoever it was going to be all the way. Um, so yeah, we haven't done ourselves justice. Um, you know, it's, it's incredibly tough, you know, to, to reach those highs, absolutely. Everyone knows how much hard work goes into that. Um, and even when you come up short, there's so much hard work that goes into, into that. So um, yeah, we feel like we've let ourselves down. We've let uh, people down at home, the, the people who support us um, through thick and thin. And, and that, um, you know, obviously you wear that um, you know, on your own shoulders. Do they still have the internet and telephone lines in England? Yeah. Has something been done over They've gone a little bit quiet, have they? Well, I haven't heard any from any of my friends since they lost the rugby <laughs> semi-final and since they've crashed in this World I Cup. I thought they were just very silent. heartfelt and uh, very gracious. You feel for the blokes yep. because they didn't go out there to mess right. it up, but they have. Yep, he was a good loser. Yeah. Hey, there's six horses to be grabbed still, and there's some beauties. I can tell you the favourite's still up for grabs, so if you're in our sweepstakes, you're still a chance to get one of six final horses in the Cup and your chance to win $500 IGA voucher tomorrow. News coming up, and then we're going to be joined by Claire Lindon. Make the perfect cup of coffee with Brasilia Coffee. Available in Coles and independent supermarkets across SA. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Actually, the time just keeps moving, Roots. 23.5 degrees outside. It's a beautiful day, and we're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. I'm a little bit nervous. You know, I've been in love with our next guest for well, many, many years. Well, I told you, we should have had her as the headline act, the first guest, then we like wouldn't be in trouble. Be told off. She's, she's actually slagged us on social media, I believe. Claire Lindop, <laughs> one of my favourites, joins us now. What have we done wrong, Claire Bear? <laughs> Uh, well, you, um, I just had a chat to Ben uh, off, the, off the air. He says, what happened? I said, we wrote the good, the bad and the ugly. I'm the third guest. What does that mean? Oh, <laughs> no. We couldn't oh. work it out. Roots oh, read I didn't out take your, it that way. No, Roots read out your tweet. He's misrepresented you. He said I you've thought t- you meant you didn't like being the third oh, guest. Oh, I need to be first. 
I can assure you, uh, Claire, that you are the good, even though you can be a little bit naughty at times. Uh, Claire, (laughs) never ugly. Never ugly. Exactly. No, you are beautiful inside and out. And you're also the first Australian female. You must get tired of hearing this. Maybe you don't. No, God, no. Keep saying it. Ever ride in the Melbourne Cup. 20 years later. I know. um, The anniversary of the first one I got to ride in. So, yeah, dream come true when... It is the race, um, you know, that everyone involved in racing wants to be a part of. And honestly, it changed my career overnight. Getting that opportunity back in 2003, um, riding for Leon McDonald and the beautiful owners of Devon. Um, You know, she just squeaked into the field. But to be part of the race, you know, I went from being a battling Adelaide jockey to getting opportunities in big races and my career went on from there and it did change my life overnight for Great sure. Story. Well, I, I, think, story. I think riding the Victorian Derby winner in 2008 on the 100 to 1 outside a Rebel Raider, who's gone on to be a pretty good sire as well. That helped your career. Yeah, you're right. That, that's probably the most prestigious win and I guess the one I'm the most re- recognised for. But I still, like if I look back at my own personal career, changed being part of the Melbourne Cup. So I guess... Um, yeah, you know, like you said, I keep on trying to, um, you know, crowd my way back into the Melbourne Club Carnival just because, you know, I did ride my race, everyone, but, you know, that's that's the great part about this sport and the way it evolves. Um, you know, we all often talk about, you've, I've spoken to you guys before, about yeah. females competing against the guys in our support yeah. and, and like how it should just be. Uh, we're just jockeys, doesn't matter about your gender. And I love that now. There's three girls riding the race tomorrow and it's not really mm. a headline news at all. And, mm, nice. and we do have Holly Doyle riding in the race tomorrow. So she um, is the first international female jockey to ride in the race. And um, she's a credit to herself, Holly. She's a champion uh, English jockey. She's ridden eight group one. She's ridden in Japan. She's ridden in Hong Kong. And to have her riding the Melbourne Cup, I think, is a great coup as well. And we'll get to her shortly. She's on one of the Ma Eustace horses, Future History, which has got a bit of a chance. And then you've got Rachel King that's on Military Mission and uh, Jamie Carr on More Felons. Let's just go back uh, to you, though, your first, your first ride, though. Um, you said you're on Debden. You had three rides in the Cup. Uh, take us through the other two. In 2007, I got to ride um, for Terry and Karina O'Sullivan, trained out of stall, um, and that was Dolphin Joe, and he ran fifth. So that was to salute the judge in the Melbourne Cup is, is incredible. Yep. Um, and then 2008, as you mentioned, that was um, the amazing year where I won the Derby on the Saturday, and then I was booked by Bart Cummings to ride Moa Ties in mm. the Melbourne Cup. And on the day that Moa Ties won what we now know is known as called the Archer, so the horse that won the Archer on Saturday, mm. um, Kalapur is now yes. made it jump into the field. So Moa Ties did that, and um, they're actually quite often good chances. He ran six, so mm. I'd be putting Kalapur number 23 in as a little bit of a roughy into multiples as well. And um, yeah, to, But to ride for the Master Bart Cummings in 2008... Um, it was he actually won the race with Viewed. That was the year he won with Viewed. Yeah. So I would say that I claim now I was part of the team on the day. Well so, well, Bart, yeah. Bart was a man of yeah. few words. Uh, what was he like, and what were the instructions prior to the race? Well, I actually rode. I was fortunate enough to ride a little bit for Bart um, over my career, and he was very good friends of Leo McDonald and had mm. that South Australian connection. And I think he always respected that. And, you know, when you talk about being modern in our sport and changing with the, with the um, mm. you know, with the modern way, he was one of the first trainers to put on females. I mean, he gave Michelle Payne her first Group 1 win as well. Yep. Um, and he put them on without, a, you know, without any climb straight away as well. And um, that, that was great to get a chance to ride for him. 
Um, and obviously he did have a lightweight, so it helped that I was a lightweight jockey. Um, but he pulled me aside um, in the mounting yard and he just said, come sit down over here next to me and have a little chat to me. Huh. Um, yeah, and just went through the race, just like, you know, the traditional, um, I guess, you know, he had this saying, you know, like, um, you know, there's no sheep stations involved, meaning that he's not backing, you know, that old sort of saying, yeah. um, the old country saying that he's not, not, he's not backing his sheep station on it, so don't worry about it, like just get out there and do your job. And that was a really nice little little, little um, segue, yeah. Uh, Michelle's, I can, I can visualise it, Michelle's first Group 1 winner, was it a 1,600-metre race? Yeah, it was a Turek, was it? Yeah, at, I'm trying Caulfield. to think of the horse, I, I can't. I think they're going to challenge me this one. No, we'll, we'll um, find out. Okay, Claire, in sport yeah. we talk about there are events and there are events. You can go through an AFL season, but when you get to the grand final, it's a game that's different to every other one, even though there's no rule changes, et cetera, et cetera. You can do the same with cricket, World Cup final. What's it like as a jockey when you've been riding for a long time, but it's the Melbourne Cup? The pressure, yeah. So if you do talk about pressure lifting up that extra notch, um, you know, you did see on Saturday as well, both Derby Day, I mean, Derby Day here at Melbourne is fantastic, but then you mm. also had the day at Sydney as well, and you saw the pressure that was on in the Golden Eagle, and, um, you know, I'm not sure if listeners watched it, but there was a bit of a roughhouse race there with a few horses getting interfered yeah. with, and it certainly does happen more in these big races. Um, jockeys are taking runs and pushing for runs, um, you know, that sometimes if it's not the grand final, you might not be pushing that extra harder. Mm. Um, so it certainly does, you have to bring your A game. I mean, like I said, sitting in that barrier, yeah. 24 horses across the field. Um, you've got that huge run down the Flemington straight in front of the crowd, but it is a dash. Well, it, you know, you're trying to run 1,300 metres, so you need your horses to relax. But when you when the, when the starter hits the button, you're sitting in the barriers, the system studies are all clear and those horses just fly and thunder out. I mean, the horses too, they're excited. They can feel the atmosphere. They're, so, they're bred to want to be in the front of the pack. This yeah. is their you know, com- competitive streak coming out. And you have to, your job as a jockey is to like slow down, get yeah. your rhythm, yeah. come on, mate, breathe nicely, get yeah. to your spot as well as making sure you're kicking up and not letting someone that wide cross you too tight. So, um, yeah, you've got to bring your A-grade game so, for sure. And um, Absolutely. So yeah. the horses... Which horse have you seen over the years that you say, this horse knows the occasion and loves it? You do get that. You really do. I mean, famously, Gunsin. I mean, that's before my time, but he used to wait for the crowd to applause him before he actually went out. (laughs) Stand still and wait for it. But you do get those horses who do lift in race day. Um, Absolutely. Like sometimes you hear how people say, it doesn't really work that well, track work, but bring that aid at the A game to the race. Wow. Um, Saley was one of them. I think he was a, a performer, race day performer. Yeah. Um, for me, riding horses. Um, well, Rebel Raid obviously um, was a race day performer as well, but mm. I did ride a little filly called Augusta Proud. Um, I'm not sure if you remember her. She, um, you know, she won about six races in a row as a two-year-old, um, and she was a good track work rider. But she would just get to the races and like she used to fly the barriers and just love it. Like she just okay. she didn't really leave me behind. She'd be that fast out of the gate. So you do get those horses that do step up and enjoy the enjoy the um, the crowd and the the, the attention. Tell you what, we're going down memory lane here. You mentioning Gun Sin, better, better known as the Gundawindi Grey. And our memory is treating us well. Yep. It was a 1600 metre race and it was the uh, Turak handicap where Michelle Payne won her first Group 1. And it was on the Bart Cummings train, LA Wonder. That's right, LA Wonder. It flew home, yeah, had a, yep. had a big finish. All right, what about tomorrow? You've mentioned that the, you've got three girls there that are riding in Rachel King, Jamie Carr, and Holly Doyle. What are your selections? Uh, your three, two. Look, one. I'm going with Gold Trip. Sorry to talk yep. over you then. Gold Trip, I mean, I really want to see him go back to back. 
Um, he does have 58 and a half, which is, you know, traditionally a lot of weight now when you see it as a handicap, and that's why it makes it so amazing for some of those lightweight horses to, you know, to get in and, and ride a sneaky race as a jockey. You can get away with going quickly in the early sections to try and beat the horse carrying the most weight. But look, for more reports, Kira Ma and David Eustace, they are Australia's leading trainers mm. by a long way. James McDonald is a great rider, um, so I'd love to see him go back to back. He's drawn perfectly for it. Without a fight is the obvious one. You know, Mark Zara's chosen to stick with without a fight, winning the Caulfield Cup on him and, and going into the Melbourne Cup is the obvious one to include. Um, and everyone t- is talking up, of course, Boban, which is the favourite. Willie Mullins trained Ryan Moore on board. Um, so everyone is talking up that. So I really probably can't look much more outside those three. But if I'm doing the Bart Cummings formula, we are looking at horses that have had the, the miles in their legs and getting ready for these races. Um, you probably have to include number 10, Cleveland, um, mm. Michael D. And Barry 23 has actually had a few wins from um, that barrier before. Um, and then there's another one down the bottom, which is um, Military Mission and um, the one that uh, was it Interpretation. That also has um, the, the formula of the, um, uh, the, you know, the good kilometres in their legs. Um, you know, and when you start going through, you can make cases of quite a few of them. Soul come, um, they've changed, the, they've taken the blinkers off this horse to try and get it to, to jump, and they've got Jaya Marrera on them. So, you know, a bit of a magic, magic man there, see so mm. if you can help this horse leave the gates and be part of the field. Um, Val and Declare has won the race before, and he's probably never been, uh, he's probably in the best form of his career again. Um, and Lashtoka, I think it was Craig Williams' ride. Yeah, which first is, up. Um, yeah, so she's a, a, like a quite a small horse. Oh, he's quite a small horse, thank you, pardon. Um, and uh, yeah, only like 406 kilos. So um, yeah, which is quite interesting. So you never know. Um, but yeah, you can't have them all. So I guess for me, I'm a number one gold trip from um, three and five. Gee, you picked about eight there and you didn't pick any of my, <laughs> first, of my first three, Claire. I tell you, I'm going wide. <laughs> I'm staying away from the favourites. That's why I love yep. the Melbourne Cup. Hey, we really appreciate your time. Uh, where will you be watching it tomorrow? Uh, I'm lucky enough to be speaking at Adelaide Oval um, at the Angela Condon um, Unite for Kids charity luncheon yep. there. So I'm looking forward to being there. Oh, yeah, well, well, I hope you enjoy it. I hope well it done. goes well. I'll be down the track doing a show for the Romeo Retail Group and IGA, Roach, and Foodland. It's going to be good. Hey, Claire, really appreciate your time. Hope it brought back a lot of great memories and uh, enjoy the day tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thanks, really Claire. appreciate you having me on. And, um, yeah, wish everyone good luck. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. I'll give my tips later, Rich, because okay. sometimes it helps. People ignore them. It gives okay. you a better chance. You right. can put a line through the ones that I pick. I've right. gone a little bit wide. All right, we have six more places left in our sweepstakes. And while I lift right. the bowl, I'll tell you that South Australia is playing a shield game against Queensland. Yes. Away, and they're two for 105 after 48 overs. Is that right? Yes. All right, well, we've still got the favourites to give away here, Rich. There's some uh, good horses to be... Selected. Are you ready? Who have you got? What name have you got? Oh, I've just juggled them. That's all. Hang on. This one here is... Come on, open up. Annie at Fulham Gardens. Oh, Annie's got through. Annie, I can tell you, you have one that Claire just talked about, number 10, Cleveland. Give that a good chance. Annie, well done. All right, Roach, next one. Brad at Mowbray. Brad at Mowbray. So where's that? Tassie. Not sure. Ah, you have an Australian-bred horse. Uh, oh, no, hang on, I wrote that in incorrectly then. Cleveland. Oh, no. no, that's all right. That's just on my bit. Uh, Brad, you have Right You Are. All right, number eight. Next one, Roach. Gary Fulham Gardens. Gary at Fulham Gardens. Hang on, I'll undo this one. 
Oh, the Damien Oliver, last time he'll ever ride in the Melbourne Cup. Alan Quirr, number two. It's about 50 or 60 to one, uh, Gary, but uh, good luck with that. Dominic at Athelston. Dominic at Athelston. Dom. Oh, you got a shocker. Number 24, True Marvel. Uh, sorry, Dom, but you never know. All right. Know. Next one, two to go, Roach. Lynn at Ranella East. Linny. Let's see what we've got. Gee, there's still the favourite there. Oh, Linny has the favourite. Vorben, number five. All right. Mm. And one left. Anonymous, really. A number ending in 010. 010. Well, Benny's we trying to is. ring them, so Forget that's okay. So that's another one that uh, Claire just mentioned, and that is number 15, which is a last Totcha. So that was the number, last three numbers, Rich? 010. 010. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, All right, so Benny will be in touch with everyone. Congratulations to everyone that won a horse. We hope it's exciting for you tomorrow. And we should let everyone know, Rich, that we won't be in tomorrow. We have wall-to-wall -wall coverage of the Melbourne Cup tomorrow. Mm, we do. We do. Big team too. Have you got the team? No. Well, I know it's a big team. You're telling the story. Go well, on. no, it's always a big team. Jared Waitley will be there, won't he? he yeah, Jared, Jared will be calling it as well. Author of some great horse racing books too, uh, Jared. He absolutely loves it. All right, Roach, we've got a couple of minutes to go here. Uh, what are we on, Mario? This scares me. This year I'm backing the horse that sounds most like Rucci. Absurd. Thank you. I like it. Thank you. Actually, my selection, that is, Roach. Do you want my, is it? Do you want my selections? I would like your one, two, three. Really? Yes. All right, I've gone outside. I, I think Gold, Gold Trip, Vorben, and um, Solcom, and Without a Fight, they are the obvious selections. And right. on form, you're probably mad if you haven't got them in your multiples, if you're having a trifecta and a pick four, et cetera, et cetera. But we know what the Melbourne Cup can do. And uh, Gold Trip does have a lot of weight, and the track is fairly firm, which is not all that suitable for Gold Trip. So I've gone with number seven, Absurd. It's the second string horse to the favourite, Vauban, which is trained by the great Willie Mullins. And it was beaten by Vauban by seven lengths uh, back home in England, Roach. But I think there'll be a bit of a turnaround in form here. Number four, the Japanese horse, Breakup. It's got some really good international form. So number four, drawn a little bit wide though out in 18, but a lot of them are. And number 11 at uh, Big Odds, trained by Ma Eustace, but Kieran McAvoy, one of the premier jockeys in the world, drawn well on 11, a horse called Ash Run. So they are mine, seven, four and 11. If I get the trifecta reach, I won't be in on Wednesday. Yes, you will. No, I won't. You will. <laughs> Here no, we go. you will. You won't, you won't, you've got to stir the gravy for me. Oh, that's right. You've got to do a... Don't um, walk out on it now that oh, you've set oh. it all up. Matter of fact, you've but, given me some inspiration for it too. Is it? What is it going to write about? No, we're not going to spoil it. There's no spoilers. Because I, I, I don't it. want some people to get wind of it, so to speak. You do a fart gag. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, hi, Kimbo and Roach. Here's a text. Maybe Roach's roast on Wednesday can delve into Port's nationwide search for a replacement assistant coach for Nathan Bassett and how the conclusion was reached that the best man for the job was right there in front of them. Cheers, Blake. Now, we're talking about the fact that Tyson, Tyson Goldsack has been... And he's worked hard for it. ...elevated, yeah. yeah. But I know what the point is. Everyone expected a Corey Enright or... A a big name from recent AFL football. Well, Tyson's a big name as well. well but it, it's a big issue again for both 
Adelaide and Port Adelaide, waiting to see who Adelaide gets as the forward coach. That drawing people into South Australia and Western Australia out of the big market of Victoria is challenging. Well, I don't think it's that hard, Rooch. You don't think so? No, I think, well, Adelaide managed to bring back Scotty Burns and they managed to get James He's Raleigh. Home, but I mean, trying no, well, to James get... Raleigh yeah. is a different yeah. one. And um, who's the other well, Tyson one? Tyson Goldsack's come back from somewhere else too. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, yeah I, look, I it think is challenging, thing, I think. I think the thing that most people, you know, from some of the texts we had before, they mm. would like an injection of new blood and new ideas. I get you. Not someone that's already in the system. I get you. That's not a knock on Tyson. No, it shouldn't be. Uh, if I was a Port supporter, that's the way I'd be feeling. If I was a Crow supporter and that happened, but it Are doesn't getting guarantee. getting any word of who will be the forwards coach at Adelaide? None whatsoever, Rooch. Mm. Um, Interesting. I have been invited to Rob Chapman's 60th, though. But then again, he's not in the loop. He may be. He might be. He may be. I'll do some work on it. All right. Uh, just going through some of these texts. Uh, no, I have no idea what that means, Dan, so I won't ring it, read it out. Mm. All right, Rich. Well, well, give us your Melbourne Cup tips again because someone's got to write these down. And 7, 4, and 11. 7, 4, and 11. Did it Did it quickly. Hey, that actually works out. 7, 4, 11. Very nice. I like it. Might be an, an omen. Why? Seven plus four is 11. Oh, right. Beautiful. It's numerical. <laughs> uh, Tia Charlton's a young player for the Adelaide Crows. Yes. All right. They are through to the final. They take on Brisbane yeah, on Saturday at Nord Oval at 2.35, I think it is. Tickets on sale now. Mm. Uh, let's have a listen to Tia talking about being the hunted. <clears throat> Lines oh, is pushing the buttons, Jam. stuck. I mean, yeah, we did go, um, obviously, we did that one loss to Brisbane. So, obviously, that's who we've got this weekend. So, I think it'll be a very even playing field. But, um, yeah, super excited for the game on the weekend. All right. Let's hope there's a big crowd there. If you're not into watching the races on TV and doing other things, if you want a family day out. Brisbane would be really confident. They passed three weeks. Why? Well, have a look at who they've beaten the past three weeks. Only Adelaide and Melbourne. Well, today, come on, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> they've been very confident. Good, they're close to a loss. Oh, let's hear from your coach, Lauren Arnell. Yes. It would have been a weight off her shoulders to Absolutely. finally get a victory, not just because it was Aaron's last game, but that's what she's talking about. I'm not sure anyone else could have handled it the way she did. It's actually been enormous. Um, you know, it's been a bit of a build-up, and um, you know the. the thing we all know about Flip is how professional she is and her resilience that, you know, uh, it's, there wouldn't be many people that actually understand what Flip goes through to get to the point where she actually performs, sorry, on the weekend. And, um, yeah, just to see even felt like a little bit of a circus pre-game as well, but um, full trust that she come out and perform and do everything she can for the team. Well done. Well done. Yeah, it was a, it was a good effort. And uh, I think Port will challenge next year, Roach. Disappointing year this year. It was. Probably should have won another couple of games, but that's coulda, woulda, shoulda. Roach, I don't know if this is tongue-in-cheek or not, but a text has come through here, and you're talking about Adelaide's forward coach, and the question has been posed, would Tony Modric coach? I haven't seen it as one of his aims in I, life. I, I don't think it's his one would. <laughs> no, I don't think no. so. No. But you could learn a lot from him. Well, you could if you're hitting the nightclubs and a few That's unfair. How to get in the back that door. That is unfair. Free drinks. I love that, Tony. That is Roach. unfair. Turn it up. He was the king. Uh, one more before you finish up, fellas. Great show. Big Duff out. Oh, good on you, Big Duff. Yeah, we are done. Have a great day if you're having a dabble on the Melbourne Cup. Remember, though, Roach, if you're having a dabble. Well, what's gambling really costing you? 
So if you need some advice, get to gamblinghelponline.org.au. All right. Appreciate all the input. Good luck to everyone that's in the sweepstakes. We'll uh, announce the winner. You'll know before us. We'll tell you all about it on Wednesday. Have a great Melbourne Cup day. We'll see you again on Wednesday. There still should be a prize for the last horse. That's stuff, Rich. Thank you.